those sultry sounds means it is another week and another movie dummies podcast hey everybody yeah yes that's where you ever say hi oh hey guys yeah um hello <laughs> i am joe hi to the audience yeah, i'm yeah. sorry uh, i'm joe and with me is shannon that's me angela it's me. Which I don't ever call you that, so it's really hard for me to no. use it. And Matt. It's really, it's really odd. I'm in teaching. Well, he went robot. Over that. Uh-oh. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do you talk that way? Because he's a robot. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know it yet, so we can't let him know. <laughs> no knowledge. He is not a robot. Maybe that's not the best thing to tell Matt. <laughs> oh. Bless you. I apologize, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah, welcome to the Movie Dummies podcast. This week we watched a movie in the Heights from one Lin Manuel Miranda, a musical Love from. Manuel gosh, what year would this have been that he released this musical? Um, I think it was 2015 as a Broadway show. Really, that's the same year as Hamilton. I think so. I I'm looking up now. Mm. Um, 2005, 2007 began the off-Broadway production. Okay. And then the Broadway run began in 2008, which he was in. You're absolutely right. And then a 2009 U.S. tour. Some other stuff. And just for fun. Usnavi uh, was played by Lynn and Will Miranda yep. in the off-Broadway and Broadway runs. And Benny was Christopher Jackson. Washington. Oh, I love Christopher Jackson. That would have been fun. From Hamilton. That would have been fun. He was the he was like the, the, ice the cream truck guy. driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the ice cream guy. And Hamilton was the shaved ice dude. Yep. Yep. Hamilton. Lynn Will Miranda. He has a name, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a My dick. name is Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander Which, Hamilton. Which on the ride home, we you know when when you're driving on a long road trip, you start to get a little slap happy, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And we were listening to uh, the Eliza song. Eliza, uh, helpless. The unloved. Or not Eliza, Angelica. Satisfied. Satisfied. Oh. You were listening to Satisfied, and every time she said Alexander. I changed it to Adam Sandler. Oh my gosh. No. What Adam else happened Sandler? on that trip? I'll never forget the first time I saw your face. And I just could not stop laughing. It was like was dying in the laugh- car laughing. We're like, what is so funny? Adam Sandler Hamilton. And it, it works out like completely. And it made me just laugh so much. And, you know, because we stopped somewhere. Gosh, where was that? In Texas? Yeah. At a gas station. Like, he picks the most country of the gas stations. I didn't pick this gas station. You wanted to switch drivers. No, you want... Oh, no, you needed to pee. No. No, no, no. Take that back. Oh. He, you looked at the GPS, and you're like, oh, it's two hours already, and you quickly found the closest place. Uh-huh. And it was literally country. We had a lady sitting on crates playing the lottery at the front door. It wasn't lottery. It was, some sort, of, it was some sort of gambling game. It was yeah, like it a... Yeah, it was pushing money. And she was putting money in. It was pushing more money out. I thought it was like a slap machine. I wasn't paying attention to her because she was talking to herself. (laughs) 
Yeah. As you do. There was yeah. no water. You like, you go to the bathroom, the water wouldn't even turn on. And somewhere, oh, somewhere in this place, a giant beetle got on me. Yep, somewhere. And went in my shirt. Yes. And so we're, we switched at this Define point. giant. And well, not so giant. Joe's Maybe the size like, of a quarter. Like, is there something crawling pretty on big. me? And so I well, I, I felt like my I thought my shirt was wrinkled on my sleeve near my shoulder. So, like, I, I pressed it down. And then I felt something under there. And I'm like, that was weird. So I felt again, and it was gone. And then I felt something, like on my back and I'm like what is this and I'm like trying to like I'm like Baloo the bear scratching my back on the car seat like because I'm driving and I go Shannon is there something on my back and she it's touches dark. she touches my shirt and she goes ow because <laughs> I've been bitter through my shirt it was like Jesus. a pinchy bug yeah and so she like corralled it by pinching my shirt together and grabbed a Kleenex and then grabbed it out from underneath my shirt and she's like going to look at it and it jumped out of the Kleenex and was on the ground. She's like, ah! It actually jumped on my chair, and it was, like, on that, like, crease on the chair. And it was, like, trying to bite my butt. I was like, no, 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 no. awful. And so I'm like, I quickly grab it again, and I just roll down my window, and I throw the whole thing out the window. Kleenex and all. Yeah. You literally. I was like, wow. no, you're not coming with us. Yeah, that was that not is fun. scary. Especially when you're driving at night, yeah. you're exhausted. Bloody stowaway. It's been like ten hours. Yeah. yeah it was, was fun. Not fun. That was not fun. It was fun. <laughs> what drive are you? Diametrically on? opposed. Opposed. Uh. So, what about this movie in the Heights? Oh, in the Heights. Yeah, that's right. Anthony so Ramos movie, is the star. He did a fantastic job. Yes, he does. He reminded me of Lin Manuel Miranda a lot. Probably why he was chosen. He was in one of the original productions He's... of this. He played Sonny. Uh, I was going to say that. I wonder if he played the younger cousin. He played Sonny in 2012. I think. Let me look. Yeah, he's not on any of the official ones, like the the U.S. tour or the West End, but in a 2012 tour, I think he played Sonny. Hmm. I bet he'd do that very well. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And, you know, this was a big hit for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. For so sure. it basically allowed him the light, the ability to... Hamilton or to produce Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, it won Best Musical, right. Best Original Score, Best Choreography, oh, Best my... Orchestrations, the... Best Musical Show Album. It was, I don't know about you guys, but some of these scenes with all of these dancers. They were huge. I was yeah. just it... like, wow. Yeah, I was absolutely blown away for sure. Um, especially like the scenes where. They're going up and down the street, mm -hmm. and you can see them like in the background. It's all choreographed, like like all the background performers are just like, like walking down the street. But it's it's very choreographed. It, it's very cool. There's so much to look at in a lot of this. In a lot of this. Yeah, yeah this came out this year, right? Yeah, just mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm guessing because. 
of the Hamilton success, this probably had like a decent sized budget for a musical. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a good question. I wonder what the budget was. Yeah, I'm curious. I know the pool scene and the dancing, I guess, uh, had to be constantly filmed over three days because it was like thunderstorm and raining. So with so many actors <coughs> on set, I can't imagine. Just because of the amount of them. I'm really curious how many extras they had. Or dancers, I guess. And it also says that they were filming in the Heights, but Steven Spielberg remake of West Side Story was happening just <laughs> two streets over or something. That's hilarious. And they were close, but you could see their catering trucks in the shots. And I didn't even oh, that's funny. notice it. Ooh, what uh, what do you think the budget for this movie is? Oh gosh, I can't even. Uh, Two hundred million. I think it's lower than that. Uh, one. I'm gonna... Go ahead. I'm gonna go with fifty-five million. Fifty-five. I mean. Uh... I was gonna just say one point five million, but one point five. What are they saying? It's fifty-five million. Oh, what? oh shut up! Yeah, <laughs> no way. Yeah, man. God damn it! One point five million. I don't know. I said two million or two hundred million. Yeah, two hundred million. I mean, I was trying to go for the one dollar. You know, price uh, is right. Hello. Without going over, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, it was fifty-five million dollars, and. Uh, I think they spent their money pretty wisely for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly seemed like they had a bigger budget than that to me. Sure. I mean, just the extras alone. And these aren't normal yeah. extras who are just standing around doing bullcrap. They're dancing. They're performing. Yeah. They're, they're singing. They yeah. something to do. Um, And everybody's really good in the movie. <laughs> they cast it really well. Oh, for sure. Although there is a lot of hate going around on the internet because... Of course. For what? So even when you have a, a cast filled with minorities, now you get colorists. Colorism. What is that? So they're not the right pigment of oh. minority. Because the one guy's part. black? Oh, for crying out loud. Chris Jackson's black. That character mm. was black the whole time. Whatever. But if these people are supposed to be Dominican, and no, I don't think so. Not with that complexion, honey. Whatever. Oh my good god. It's just like—is it ever going to end? It doesn't ever end. Well, I think that's like one of the things I've heard someone say because you know, just stop my labeling. lily white complexion is what it is. But I know people who don't have white complexion, and they're like, it's not bad enough. You have to deal with people being, you know, racist or biased or whatever. Then you get beat up in your own community because your skin's not dark enough. Goodness, it's, that's just horrible. Yeah, it's, it just seems like people are a holes and they need something to hate about you. <laughs> like they'll yeah. find it. Like it's, they're gonna find something. It certainly hate. seems that way. Yeah, I that part of the movie, it I didn't even see that obviously, and I will admit that it was. I had to turn on some subtitles just because they talked uh, with some Spanish and some English, and I don't know Spanish. They were even singing in Spanish. So that part of the movie was hard for me to understand, 
but it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm going to agree. There were some some moments that I was just kind of just kind of had to wait and and let the context tell me what was going on because, you know, they're speaking in Spanish and there's no subtitles and I don't speak Spanish. So, um, but I did feel like they did a good job of, um, of giving us that context, even if it wasn't in the moment, you know, within a couple of minutes, you knew what was going on. Yeah. And the fact that it was a musical, it made the film kind of flow faster than a normal movie would. It definitely didn't feel two and a half hours long. Correct. It felt very comfortable and easy to watch. Yeah. Uh, Like, of course, it's not like Hamilton where those songs are going to get stuck in your head, at least until you rewatch it over and over again. Um, But it definitely can play to so many different people because everyone has those life struggles. And there were so many different characters with different struggles that they were having. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I this is incredibly relatable for. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know that I would say that everybody would be able to relate to this. People who are born rich probably can't relate to. Yeah, I, was gonna, much I don't of think this. Baron Baron Trump's gonna relate very well to this. Yeah, um, he's rolled up his window in the Heights before. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, for the re- for the majority of us who, you know, have struggled financially, have, have struggled with, you know, financial stability or chasing our dreams, mm-hmm. um, you know, have struggled with, you know, whether or not to pay rent or get food, like, that's, it, it is relatable, for it sure. Is. Even relating to, you know, going away to school and feeling like there's a lot of weight on your shoulders to make everyone happy. That's relatable to really a large group of people. Mm -hmm. Or, because like there were so many different stories, but it seemed so cohesive that you didn't mind the fact that you were listening to everyone's story at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about some of the choreographed um, scenes, like some of the, I don't know, special effects, I guess you would call it. Like one, the one that stands out, of course, is the fabrics flying out of the buildings. When, she, when time pauses. And she's running through the streets and she's yeah. daydreaming. That one. Oh, sure. yeah, I really like that. Yeah, you're talking about like when she's in the salon and everybody like just freezes. Yeah, I like that. And the lady's like mist in the one lady's hair, and the mist is like frozen. Yeah, cool. it was very unique kind of play there. And then at the end, when Benny and what her name was, I can't remember now, uh, and they were dancing on the building. Yeah, that was neat. That was very unique. Do you know what I'm talking was about? Was it Angela? Nina? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, Nina. That's what it was. Thank you. It was just unique like I didn't expect to see that in this movie 
I expected it just to be like a musical, not with some special little tidbits here and there. And I, since I'm the only one talking, am I the only one awake? Um, I also <laughs> no, like. you know I'm awake. <laughs> I also like the fact that it was like a really slow burn. At the beginning of the movie, you really thought you were on a beach in the Dominican yeah. Republic or Puerto Rico or wherever we were supposed to be, Jamaica. I can't remember. But Dominican Republic. Dominican yeah. Republic. And you're not. Nope. And that was just. That blew my mind. They well, I mean, a... they did shoot it like they were at the beach. It's not like they were like, oh, right. we're using like a fan to make you think it's windy here. Right. <laughs> right. But the slowness of like when you kept coming back and there were things being taken away. Mm-hmm. I love the effect that they did with it. Yeah, I actually, it, <laughs> it, it kind of pulled me out a little bit when they first showed the lottery you know, the lottery sign mm-hmm. behind him on the beach. I was just kind of like, wait a minute. Was that there before? Right. Angela with the eagle eye. Yep. And it's that little tidbit there with the lottery sign. But as the daughter is looking up and you see like the champagne bottle and you see the napkin. It's you realize you have these connections with things. That makes that moment. I think that's definitely one of those cornerstones of the culture. I don't know. Is it poor culture? Um, I didn't believe he was actually at the beach. Sorry. At the beginning? Yes. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Because okay. he, he talked about it as his little dream. Okay. So this was like a dream of his, not like his, I don't know. And then as the movie played out and there's this love story happening, I'm like, yeah, he didn't. She's not there at the beach. Um, they're not at the beach. Okay. I seem to be more into the movie than Joe was, though. You had a hard time kind of continuously watching it. That's not true. I made dinner, but I mean, that is what it is. You were on your phone only mm-hmm. four times. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say something controversial now. Okay. Uh-oh. Ooh. The music is very good. Uh, the movie is fun, but there's nothing about any of these songs that is like memorable. They're not earwormy like Hamilton is. Like I'm, I'm not... going to, I'm going to agree with that. I'm not, Rushing off to download this album. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be singing any of them. No. I don't. Think I thought. It's meant I thought Piragua was like the funniest song, or like the funnest song in the whole thing. Yeah, and it's only a minute and a half long. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's. But is that because the song is fun, or because Lin Manuel Miranda is singing it? Right. It's part of it, and then Chris Jackson is like. <laughs> Like when he's yeah. holding all the money and it's like in <laughs> slow mode, like that made me laugh. I guess there was a song that got cut from that that he was really sad about. There were supposed to be more there hmm. on huh. IMDb. I'll find that tidbit. 
I really liked the kid who played Sonny. Yeah, he was good. I thought he was a real bright spot. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That and another part that made me laugh is the Muzak that's playing on the phone while Jimmy Smith is on hold. <laughs> is from Hamilton. Yep, that made me happy. I think it's You'll Be oh, Back, was right? it? Oh, my God, that's yeah. funny. You'll Be Back, I believe. You'll mm-hmm. Be Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. Also, the hair salon lady, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's her, Doreen Montavlo. She passed away before the film was actually released. Oh, really? Aw, that's sad. But her final film, I guess she was in West Side Story, too. Oh, wow, okay. She just hopped from one she side to the other. Possibly. <laughs> I was going to say, she probably didn't have to travel far then, right? According right. To the... <laughs> I'm curious how many of those dancers were used for both. I would have to imagine a ton, right? Well, yeah. I don't know how many people are going to be in West Side be... Story, but I doubt it's this many. <laughs> no, but I bet there's a bunch of crossover. Right. Yeah. For sure. With the amount they had on set alone. I guess it would depend on... Uh, are they this, is it the same production company doing it? Oh, maybe. Uh, I know. Hmm. Steven Spielberg is going to be Universal. And hmm. It's going to be Amblin Entertainment. Um, this is a Warner Brothers film. Ah. Uh. Gotcha. Oh, it looks like there's a ton of people just on the poster. Jeez. Yeah, I bet you a lot of these people are being reused. There's a cast. It's not like I'm going to look for each of them. Whew. Wouldn't be able to. There's too many. Right. So what else can we say about this hmm. fine, fine film? I don't know. I, I agree with you, Joe and Angela, with the music. It's like one of those musicals that tells the story. It's kind of like your one of your favorite musicals, like producers. Like, I don't remember any of those songs. But they have some that are kind of... It kind of plays that line because there's a few of them that do. Where this one doesn't have really one that you can recall, like, the song or the lyrics to. I mean, I really like the producers, but I don't listen to that soundtrack. Right? So, like, it kind of more or less told the story in a unique way. And I like that. Because it's like, it just kind of flows into the song. And, oh my gosh, I cried so much during this movie. And maybe it's just me. (laughs) And the connections that I had. Ugh. Oh, there were some pretty heart-wrenching scenes. Right? For sure. Ugh. And, oh my gosh. <laughs> For sure. So we yeah. recently established that I have no soul, so I did not cry. But um, it was, there were some gut-wrenching moments for sure. Mm. Heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. Yeah, lots of wrenching going on. 
Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, hit, I kind of agree with Joe too. I don't. It's weird because I. It it kind of sounds like the melody is very similar to the Hamilton soundtrack. It's well, just his music all sounds alike. You listen to Moana, it sounds like this. You listen to Hamilton, you listen to this. It, it, they all have this his signature in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can definitely tell it's Lin Manuel Miranda. I just don't know if the lyrics themselves are just not as clever, maybe as the. I mean, and they're and they're really good. It's just I, I don't know. Well, I don't think there's a lot of musicals that are like Hamilton, where no, the songs true. are so catchy, like right. so many of the songs. Anyways, you might get one or two. You got your Defying Gravities out there, but I mean, the first Hamilton. ten songs Almost. on the Hamilton soundtrack are all legit amazing. Mm. Yeah, almost every song on that album is runs through my head almost daily. You know, like at different times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's a it's a different beast. But I think the story of Hamilton probably doesn't hang around in your heart as long as this one will. No, mm. it's definitely not as gripping, although I did cry during Hamilton. Oh. Which part? It's quiet uptown? Ugh. Well, when Philip dies. Yeah, it's quiet uptown. That's mostly because of Philippa Sue's outstanding performance during those moments. You know, it, it really feels like she's breaking in that moment mm-hmm. as a parent. You know, it, they really just gets you. Mm. That it does. I think I definitely would not have enjoyed this as much if I was just listening to the soundtrack itself. Yeah. I mean, they, and it could have been even been like voice acting in between like they did. Like I could just listen to the audio. I don't think I would have been as into it. There's just a lot of like, Obviously, the dance choreography and everything else that just makes it a lot better. It does. It really accents a lot to this movie. And that makes me wonder, when is this movie, like, what time is this movie supposed to take place? Like, what year? I think there was an actual blackout in New York, right, at one point? Well, Well, in 2004, there's a blackout in the whole East Coast. Is that yeah. what it's pertaining to? I think it's just a blackout, something that probably happens pretty often in New York. Anytime it's real hot with lots of air conditioners going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. All those major metropolitan areas don't really have the infrastructure to support no. that kind of thing. That happens in LA almost every year. So I guess we could assume it happened in the early 2000s. The clothing kind of matches that time period. I was thinking somewhere like late 90s, early 2000s. I'm not seeing a lot of cell phones. Well, there was when the lights went out. They had flashlights, so that makes it more modern. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. The cell phone flashlight thing is Mm -hmm. fairly recent. That's true. Yeah, that's post-smartphone for sure. So that 08-09 area where the original play was set could could be it. But Mm -hmm. even then, not every cell phone had a flash on it. That's true. That's true. 
the first iPhone didn't. Mm. So it it kind of like teeters with time though because it makes me wonder about so what was the business that Nina's dad had was it a cab company? Yeah. And they talk yeah. through CB radio? That happens anyways. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens even today. Yeah. Oh, do that's yeah. what I wondered. I wondered mm-hmm. how if they if there's a modern version of it. Nope, CB CB truck drivers still use it. Gotcha. Because it works. Okay. Shortwave radio. Yeah. I if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're at the Something point like where we've talked about just about everything. We're me, ready to rate it. Let me look at my notes real quick, see if there's anything else I didn't... Uh, 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 nope, I'm good. Okay. So who wants to go first? Ooh. I'll go first. I'll... I'll go ahead, Matt. <laughs> okay. After you. No. Okay, I'll go. You oh, no one's gonna argue with me. Bitch. Uh, I will give this a six point five. Mm. Maybe I'm teetering with seven. Like it's something I'm probably gonna watch again. Um, it's not something like you repeatedly watch, but I think I'm definitely gonna watch it again. Uh, it it's one of those heartfelt movies that I enjoyed and I think I'll come back to it in like five years and really like it. So yeah, I'm going to stick with seven. A fabulous job. I love what I love the music, even though it's not catchy. I like the flow of the movie. I like the colors. I like the story. And that's all I have to say about that. All right, Forrest. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> She fell asleep already. What the hell? All right, who's next? Matt? Uh, I'm going to give it a 5.759-er. Um, <laughs> Did I hear a niner in there? <laughs> I, in honor of the CBs. Yeah, I don't... I don't know what it is about this that it's like... I guess it just, I, I'd expected to see like Hamilton quality stuff and it didn't quite get there for me. Um, the, and it's weird because, I mean, the lyrics are genius. All the dance choreography is great. Uh, the story is even more memorable, I think, as Joe was saying. Because uh, uh, I don't know if I'll, if I don't know if I will watch it again, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But uh, the story was pretty, you know, I don't want to say gripping per se, but. It, it seemed like it was definitely something that will stick stick with me. Uh, yeah, I just don't know if the songs were too snuff. It's tough to judge the songs, I think. I think you're right there, and I guess I'll go next. Yeah, because they're good, but they're not Hamilton good. Well, no, no musical has Hamilton oh, good yeah. songs, which is... True. You know, th- like my favorite musicals, like the producers, like you're not humming those along. Like I want to be a producer. That that's a fun song. Keep it happy. Keep it snappy. Keep it gay is pretty great. Yeah. And oddly enough, the one that I I find myself like singing the most is "Springtime for Hitler," which is a great thing for a white person to be singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially blonde-haired, blue-eyed one. 
Um, sure. The the songs in this movie are excellent, and uh, what's his name, Anthony Ramos. Yeah. When he's when he gets a chance to like really do something, those those like when they're doing the uh, what's the song when the 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 heat is out and they're all sitting in the like the courtyard and the hairdresser lady's trying to get everybody up and yeah and have a party and sing and he's like going for it like that that had feeling to it that was nice mm-hmm. but then there's just some of these other songs that are like you know. They're good. It's just if if to me if Hamilton's a ten, I would give this one an eight. Wow. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with it, right? But Hamilton is special for a reason. In that you almost can just listen to the soundtrack; you don't even ever have to see the musical again. Yeah. Where this is the although polar I opposite. do still watch it all the sure. time. Sure. Like, I don't ever want to listen to this soundtrack, but I'll watch this again. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. All right, Boogie, what do you rate it? So I am going to go ahead and give this an eight as well. Um, it's a solid eight. So it's incredibly well done. Um, the choreography is amazing. The music is really, really well done, well performed. Um, the whole thing is really well produced. And it was entertaining. I, I enjoyed myself while I was watching it. All that being said, I probably won't ever watch it again. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'm definitely not interested in the soundtrack. Um, I definitely recommend that anybody who enjoys musicals watch this. It is well worth the watch, and I'm glad that I did watch it. I just don't think it has a lot of, for me personally, it doesn't have a lot of repeat value. Um, this I and think I, this is a musical you could watch in YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I should. Go ahead. I should say with my uh, lower than six rating, I don't like musicals pretty much at all. Like Hamilton, maybe a couple others are good, but I, as a whole, I don't like musicals. Oh, I, I don't like them either, Matt. I love them. Right. I oh, okay. absolutely <laughs> live for them. Yeah. Um, when I grew up and 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 decided I was allowed to like whatever kind of music I liked. I, I realized I like show tunes. That's what I listen to on a daily basis. When I have my druthers, if I'm alone in my car, you better believe I'm listening to show tunes. Music Man, Fiddler on the Roof, um, Hamilton, even Disney films. Sure. I love music. Disney films are great. So... But I, I don't I don't know. And and it could just be, uh, you know, maybe maybe it is a culture thing. Maybe it, I just uh, that, that has nothing to do with it for me. For whatever reason, for me, this one is the length. Yeah. Two and a half hours is a bit of a time suck. For 
this. And while I admit that it's very, very good, and I'm happy that I watched it, I'm happy it exists. I hope everyone sees it. Um, at least everyone who loves musicals. Sorry, Matt. Uh, as far as rewatchability goes, I think it would be a drag the second time through. Because there's not those big numbers you're really waiting for. Right. Like, I have no At idea first, how long the producers is, and I don't care. Right. Because I'm happy watching those two idiots go from number to number, <laughs> just making me laugh. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I definitely can't disagree with any of that. It's... Like, to me, there would have been something special about it to see Christopher Jackson and Lin-Manuel Miranda as Benny and Usnavi. I think so. Uh, and I think, I think Anthony Ramos would have, would have made a good Sonny. But you know, that they're aged out of those parts. So they are, but Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't, you know, I mean, obviously he's a talented, uh, writer, producer, you know, he, but he brings something special when he performs those. Right. When he performs, he, he is, he was my favorite part of this whole movie and it bummed me out that it was, you know, a few quick snips. Same. But that's nothing against anybody in the movie. They're all great. No, they're, they are all great for sure. Stephanie 100%. Uh, yeah, uh, was that really her singing? I was trying yeah. to figure it out, and I could not find an answer one she, way or the other. She has sang before. She was sang for the Lonely Island. It does not sound like Rosa. She does not sound like Rosa, and well, I her, was her regular voice I, doesn't sound like Rosa either. <laughs> no, no, you should watch was, her interviews. It's, she's a completely different person. Okay, I, I was absolutely like blown away and and thrilled to see her doing something different it was it was a lot of fun yeah rosa diaz is definitely a put on <laughs> well she does it well yeah she does for sure Great. she's not on a track with lonely island yeah she's in uh the bash brothers you're kidding she's one I of the one of the chicks in the parking lot of the ihop or whatever oh. <laughs> wow Shake that butt. Shake yeah. that butt. Shake that neck. Shake butt. or have a butt. Phrase weird. <laughs> oh, oh, not a hamburger, man. but they call me Big Mac. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I think we've belabored this movie quite enough, don't you think? Yes. Ooh, I think one, so. One more question I want to just throw out there as we're wrapping up. Uh, this was available to us on HBO Max because pandemic things happened. Warner Brothers is um, really facing the music on this one. Uh, and, facing the music. <laughs> well, you know, they're going to lose Chris Nolan as a, a filmmaker like because of all this. What do you mean? He's not going to make another movie for Warner Brothers, he said. But because of In the Heights? No, because they're releasing their movies on HBO Max and not in the theater. Oh, uh, gotcha. Same with Denis Villeneuve. He is uh, also very upset. But I mean, I guess it makes sense, sort of. And these are two of the best filmmakers of our generation, I don't think. Whatever. But they're taking a stand. Um, and they can do whatever the hell they want. They made the movie. I mean, it's whatever. 
but would you have paid good money to go see this? I probably would have, yes. Yeah, I would have gone and seen the show. Matt? Uh, the, the this probably musical? Not right. <laughs> you wouldn't go see I mean, musical. if somebody sold it to me uh, like really well and was like, oh, yeah, it's like Hamilton, just like Hamilton, I <laughs> probably would have, but I probably would have also choked that person because it's not. Like <laughs> <Hamilton>. <laughs> you lie! <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I would be happy that I spent good hard money, you know, hard-earned money to to watch this in the theaters. But I definitely would have would have done it. Well, let's just say you don't watch another thing on HBO Max for the next thirty days. Was this movie worth your fifteen dollars? Mm, probably. Okay, fair enough. Shannon, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. She's so checked out on Pinterest right now, guys. It's pretty funny. <laughs> She's mad at me because I was yeah. on my phone for a couple minutes watching the movie, and then she sits on her phone during the podcast. You took a nap today, and I didn't. I did take a nap today. It was glorious, guys. So shut your mouth. It was a wonderful time. So let's hit the outro music. Yes. Those smooth, sultry sounds. Guys, thank you so much for listening. What do you think of In the Heights? Find us over at Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast and let us know. Are we wrong? Are we right? Um, is uh, all the drama with not enough Af- Afro-Latino representation in the movie, is that warranted or are people just nitpicking for no reason? Let us know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Second one, definitely. And we'll be back next week for more recommendations episodes. Guess what? Spoiler alert. We're going to talk Loki. Probably episodes three and four because that's how time works. All right. And then uh, after that, oh, we got to discuss. We got to discuss, but we'll let you know. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And we are the movie dummies. Yes, we are. The dummies of movies. Mm-hmm. And there's also, a bug in my shirt. Uh, there's a bug in my shirt. Get it yourself. Oh. <laughs> Love you. Fucking cockass. Bye. <laughs>